Hey, thanks for listening. Keep up with our latest shows, articles, and more when you download the WOVU app. That's WOVU 95.9 FM. And make sure to keep up with the station where our voices are united. Now, our voices today. Hello, hello, welcome to Our Voices Today on WOVU 95.9 FM. This is Burton Bell Carr Community Radio streaming live from WOVU.org and the WOVU mobile app. Wow, what a wonderful day it is today. Uh, Shout out to our uh, wonderful sports team our sports department here at wovu uh you know rachel hill our sports director randy knight xavier ashug aka ryan gilkerson um who else dj chris styles like all y'all were super dope and on point and uh you know we really enjoyed the coverage of the beginnings of the NFL draft uh, festivities and events. Uh, I hope that all of you out there are doing well and uh, were able to drink some clean water this morning. I know I did, and I put lemons in it. You know, if you put uh, like cucumber, lemon, and mint all together, like in your water, it tastes like without any sugar, like it tastes like tea. And it tastes good. Like if you let it kind of sit for a little while, it's pretty good. So uh, just a little tip there. Uh, Also, uh, May 5th, as you have been hearing, there is a vaccination clinic. If you are still looking for an opportunity to uh, become vaccinated against COVID-19, Shiloh Baptist Church is having a clinic uh, May 5th from 9 to 1. To get registered, you want to visit MedWorks USA dot o-r-g medworksusa.org and um uh yeah so uh our wonderful uh joy johnson has one story to share with us so listen for that as you stay tuned in to wovu 95.9 fm and so uh with that i just want to say you know what time it is don't you I think you, you know what time it is, y'all. Yes. It is Jumpstart Friday on WOVU 95.9 FM. (laughs) Jumpstart is an organization made up of diverse entrepreneurs, investors, and business experts who believe that entrepreneurs can transform lives and communities. At Jumpstart, they leverage the power of entrepreneurship, innovation, and inclusion to fill gaps, solve problems, and drive economic impact for the clients, customers, collaborators, and communities it serves. So, as is appropriate, yes, for this Jumpstart Friday, we are continuing our Community Spotlight Series with a conversation again about small business growth this one this time focusing on the Glenville area with us today three voices yes three voices uh, from the Famicos Foundation and one small business owner let's welcome to the program to Jumpstart Fridays on WOVU uh, in studio with me 
lovingly is Carolyn Smith. She is uh, the business development specialist at the Famicos Foundation. We also have Chris Shefton. She is the director of real estate development at Famicos Foundation. And also with us uh, is Karen Ross, founder and owner of Cleveland Cold Brew. So uh, if you have any questions, comments, or experiences you would like to share, please uh, call us live at 216-271-0959, 216-271-0959, or you can send a text or leave a voicemail message on the WOVU Talkback back line i'll read it over the air 216-200-7848 216-200-7848 so we are talking about glenville the famicos foundation uh welcome uh ladies to uh our vo- to jumpstart fridays on wovu good morning carolyn how are you I'm good. How are you this morning? This is a lovely radio studio. This is my first time here. Oh, welcome. Welcome. Yes. And thank you. We are so happy to have you. Uh, Good morning, Chris Shefton. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Oh, I hear you. you. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There we go. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am well. We are doing fine. And Karen Ross, founder and owner of Cleveland Cold Brew. How are you this morning? I'm good. Thank you so much for asking. And thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Uh, We are happy to have you and to, you know, learn about your experiences, uh, your story as an entrepreneur uh, and, uh, you know, deciding to place your business in Glenville. But first, uh, before we get into that, let's, you know, find out a little bit about the Famicos uh, foundation. So I'll turn to you, uh, Chris Shefton, uh, develop director of real estate development. Uh, tell us about Famicos and, uh, and, and, uh, the work that it does. Sure. Famicos foundation is a 50 year old, um, affordable housing, uh, developer and a supportive services provider. And we also serve as the community development organization for three neighborhoods on the east side of Cleveland, St. Clair, Superior, Huff, and Glenville. Um, And so as a part of the work we do, we combine affordable housing and social services to uh, with the goal of attempting to achieve um, neighborhood revitalization. And so a lot of what the organization does um, is really to look at all of the issues um, that go into making neighborhoods better. But uh, more to the point, we really just peel back the layers to let everybody see what's already there. And so um, putting together teams and building blocks in order to bring vacant buildings back to life, in order to support entrepreneurs like Ms. Ross, um, and just to continue to try to achieve the overall goal of revitalization in the city of Cleveland. Wow, I like that. Peeling back the layers uh, to see what's already there. Um, uh, Joy um, from Midtown Cleveland talks about all the hidden talent um, that's in Cleveland. And, uh, you know, that's what, you know, you are at Famicos working to uncover um, in, you know, the way of, you know, housing and, and just developing uh, the buildings that that are there already existing. What um, you know projects uh, that have Fami- has the Famicos Foundation been involved with that we can see as we travel through you know St. Clair, Superior, Huff, and Glenville. Oh wow! So so many over the course of fifty years. But um, just to focus um, right now, and particularly within the last twenty years or so we've had a really um, specific focus on East 105th Street. And so um, if you've been on 105 recently, you will see that they're on um, the east side of the street um, between Way Park and um, Ashbury. There are 13 beautiful restored homes called Heritage Lane. And Famicos was the developer and directly responsible for helping to bring those um, homes back to life and then selling them to owner occupants because what we truly believe in is home ownership. 
And so in addition to that, we've acquired many properties, particularly between um, Quay Park and Superior. And so where Glen Village is and where the Glenville Circle North building, um, Famicos actually 15 years ago acquired that um, the former buildings that were on that particular parcel, we had the buildings demolished because they were in disrepair and held that land until um, the city came to the table with the Mayor's Neighborhood Transformation Initiative. And as a part of that, um, we were able to um, strike a deal with the city of Cleveland to, in order to bring that building to life. And so our direct contributions in terms of acquiring property and being able to help make decisions and direct um, how investment is made allows individuals like Ms. Ross to come to the table and have a beautiful new business today. And so, um, yeah, we, we have put a lot of work and effort and continue to and want new entrepreneurs to come into um, the Glenville neighborhood. East 105th Street was once the second largest commercial district in the entire city of Cleveland after downtown. Wow. And so all we're trying to do is bring that spotlight right back to where it was. Amazing, amazing. And so before you know, we go to uh, our first break, um, talk a little bit about you know, why it's important to make these types of investments, why it's important to um, connect, you know, neighborhood revitalization with ser social services. Um, and, you know, why is, why are thriving, thriving neighborhoods, you know, really important? So the work that we, we do is really, um, as my mother says, there's nothing new under the sun. Mm -hmm. um, and so, um, we really are just trying to bring the spotlight where, as I said, it already was. And so neighborhood revitalization is important because Glenville is a community like Huff and St. Clair Superior that's been disinvested for the last 50 years. And so pointing these dollars um, to these neighborhoods helps to ensure that the heritage of the entrepreneurship that has existed on East 105th Street, starting with individuals like Winston Willis, um, who owned a great deal of real estate in University Circle, Glenville and Huff, um, as a black man in the 1960s and 70s, um, we're attempting to restore that heritage of what of what once was. And so that's why investment and revitalization is so important. It's really because it was there all the time. Um, and so mm -hmm. really you're just trying to, you're trying to show everybody else um, what the residents already know, that Glenville is a wonderful neighborhood. It's a great place to live. It's a great place to invest. And all we really um, are attempting to do is show other people. Yeah, amazing. I think showing other people what uh, the Glenville neighborhood is all about with us today uh, for this edition of Jumpstart Friday on WOVU 95.9 FM is Chris Shefton. She is the director of real estate development with the Famicos Foundation. We also have Carolyn Smith here with, with us, a business development specialist at Famicos and entrepreneur founder Karen Ross, the founder and owner of Cleveland Cold Brew located in the Glenville neighborhood. So we are putting our Cleveland community spotlight on Glenville. And uh, listen, if you have any questions, comments, anything you like to share with us, Send me a text to the WOVU talkback line 216-200-7848. We will be right back. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Jumpstart Fridays on WOVU 95.9 FM. We are continuing our community spotlight series on Cleveland neighborhoods today, uh, focusing on Glenville. With us from the Famicos Foundation is Chris Shefton, the Director of Real Estate Development uh, at Famicos. Also, Carolyn Smith, a small business I'm sorry, business development specialist 
Also from Famicos and Karen Ross, founder and owner of Cleveland Cold Brew, a uh, business located uh, in the Glenville neighborhood. Um, so we got a good idea of what the Famicos Foundation um, is, the work that it does, how it has helped um, revitalize, rebuild, and, and reframe, you know, the conversation around, you know, uh, three Cleveland neighborhoods, but Glenville uh, in, in particular, as we focus on that area, you know, today, um, Chris, you said that, um, you know, part of the goal is to uh, re- not just revitalize the neighborhood by adding, you know, some new nice things, but also peeling back the layers to see what's already there, what we can, uh, you know, uh, build back up into its glory. And um, so I, I want to move our conversation over to uh, you, Karen. Uh, as founder and owner of Cleveland Cold Brew, let's you know get to know your story, your entrepreneurial journey, um, and, and how you came across the opportunity to uh, open your business in, in Glenville. Sure. Um, so I had a coffee shop uh, previously in uh, like a 2002, and it was a similar setup. It was a retail incubator on West 25th Street. Um, and, you know, unfortunately it didn't make it, it didn't last. Um, so I, for, you know, I didn't give up on that dream to have my own business. So I kept, you know, searching and trying to figure out ways to still have some type of a coffee business. And, um, when I came back into it, um, I decided to go, uh, a different route, um, but taking one of my products and making it and bottling it and then selling it directly to consumers. So I figured, you know, that would cut down on a lot of overhead and a lot of expenses. And maybe that would be a good way for me to get my foot in the door. So I was doing that for a couple of years. And then um, the opportunity presented itself to have like a retail location through Glen Village. Um, I had just gotten like an email blast. Well, first I had done a, a pitch competition through the Urban League. And um, I didn't win, of course, and I was, you know, a little upset about that. And I was like, this is too hard. I'm not going to do this anymore. And then shortly after that, I, but it was a great experience. I learned a lot. And then shortly after that, I got an uh, email blast about applications being taken to be part of the uh, city of Cleveland's neighborhood transformation retail incubator. And I, and it was from someone that I knew. I knew this person through networking and being involved in other uh, organizations throughout Cleveland. So I, you know, I, I responded, submitted my application, and I was able to get in on the process of, um, uh, you know, getting whittled down to being one of the finalist uh, vendors to go into the space. So, you know, the, the dream of, of owning a retail shop came back into focus for me, and then that opportunity presented itself. And I definitely wanted to be a part of something that was going to help revitalize a historic and um, primarily African-American uh, community. So that's that's what drew, that's what drew me to it. Yeah. Uh, why coffee? I love coffee. <laughs> uh, and more importantly, um, I've always been told and I believe that if when you go into business, you should do something that you're passionate about. Um, that that makes it easier to sustain and 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 go see yourself through the ups see yourself through the ups and downs of that business. And um, so I, I, you know, I, 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 I wouldn't say struggle, but I, I spent a lot of time, a lot of, over the years trying to figure out what that business was going to be. Mm-hmm. And it just finally hit me, um, do coffee. You know, I was living in New York at the time and that coffee culture was, was starting to develop back in the, um, like the late nineties. And, um, I, I knew I couldn't do it in New York because it's too expensive, but I, I ended up moving back to Cleveland. And I thought, why not try to bring that coffee culture to Cleveland? And that's how I kind of got started in that. Mm. So uh, yeah, taking uh, an opportunity uh, with the, a retail incubator uh, program led you to the Glenville area. And you said you, were, uh, you really uh, relished the opportunity to uh, not only uh, open a retail store again, but also to participate in the revitalization um, of the neighborhood. What's your uh, connection to uh, Famicos? 
Well, I'm, I met Famicos just by being a, a, a part of the retail incubator because Famicos does a lot of programming in that neighborhood. That's how I came across them. I, my first interaction was doing a, like a neighborhood, it was called Neighbor to Neighbor. It's like a, a festival on, uh, I think it was actually on Way Park. And um, I got a chance to meet, um, uh, uh, I think her name is Barbara. I got a chance to meet Barbara during that event. And I just thought that was really cool that um, Famicos was involved in creating a neighborhood event where the neighbors could meet the businesses and different other vendors that were participating in it. So that was my first um, interaction with Famicos. And it was it was really great. Really yeah. Great. When you had your initial uh, coffee shop, um, did you, what would you say were some of the reasons why it didn't um, last? And were you able to, in that process, um, you know, access the community resources, you know, like that Famicos has available or Jumpstart or Urban League, right? Any of the, you know, yeah, talk about that. Okay. So that retail incubator was put together by an, another neighborhood uh, organization. I think it was, it was, this was in Ohio City. So I think it was the Ohio City Neighborhood Program mm -hmm. Initiative or, or something along those lines. And I would have to say, and, 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 and you know, kudos to them for, for having the foresight to do something like that. What they did was they took an old department store and, and turned it into, they wanted to make it like an indoor European market that would comp, be comp that would complement the West Side market that was across the street. I believe the reason why it didn't work was because we didn't have the support of different organizations to help us along the way. Um, the, the the organization, you know, they, they tried to help us, but we didn't have nearly the resources that are available now to help um, small businesses and small vendors to to make that transition from startup to being able to build. And then it, it was just bad timing the building that we were in was being converted to apartments and condos above us so there was construction all the time west 25th street was being revitalized so the street was torn up there was no parking there was no signage i could go on and on <laughs> okay so right it wasn't for lack of trying it was just the, the situation and the circumstances didn't uh lend themselves ultimately to success for all of the retailers in that in that uh, yeah, project, yeah, and there were yeah. some seasoned retailers in there too. There was a noodle shop that had multiple locations around the city, and they decided to have a location there. There was a, a lady that used to um, make lunches and sell them out of a truck at Cleveland Clinic on on Cedar and Carnegie. So there were some seasoned retailers in there, and we all, all met the same demise where yeah. we had to you know it was we were losing money and um and we just had to get out and then eventually the um they ended the concept and the the neighborhood organization they, they sold the building to somebody else and it ended up being turned into something else anyway okay. so all right well let, let's shift uh back over to cleveland cold brew um tell us exactly where you know you're located you know, um, how we can uh, find you maybe online. Are you still doing bottling things and selling them? You know, how, what does your yeah. business look like right now? Okay, so yeah, we're in the Glen Village uh, Retail Incubator, which is inside the Glenville North building, if you, if, if you will, which is right on 105th Street, um, which uh, Chris was referring to. So we're between Ashbury and Superior, beautiful building. Um, so I'm, I'm inside of that building um, and we opened up uh, officially January 31st of 2020. And so we're now where I've, I've, I've added on to the bottling part and become a full, we're a full service coffee shop. So we sell everything you could, you know, imagine that you would get at a Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks okay. we have. In addition to cold brew coffee, we have hot coffees, lattes, cappuccinos, caramel macchiatos. We do uh, breakfast sandwiches, breakfast items, like breakfast, you know, breakfast sandwiches, bacon, egg and cheese, sausage, egg and cheese. We do lunch items because we felt that we would be a good opportunity for people to grab lunch in the neighborhood. So we do like a, a grilled panini sandwiches. We have a turkey pesto mayo uh, panini, which is really popular. And then we do, we have like desserts and pastries and things like that. And we have salads and smoothies. So trying to be more of a full service um, option for healthy food within the neighborhood that's not you know overpriced or out of people's reach yeah 
All right. And that sound, uh, sounds all great and is exactly what we uh, would get if we walked into Starbucks or um, Brugger's Bagels is one of my family favorites. Uh, so I'm definitely going to come down and check out uh, Cleveland Cold Brew. Uh, we are talking on this edition of Jumpstart Friday with a uh, founder and uh, owner of Cleveland Cold Brew, Karen Ross, as part of this edition of Jumpstart Friday. Also with us from the Famicos Foundation is Chris Shefton, Director of Real Estate Development, and Carolyn Smith, Business Development Specialist with uh, Famicos. And so, you know, during the break, go ahead and check out Cleveland Cold Brew. Um, it is, oh, let me go back. Tell us your website. Oh, it's, it's www.clevelandcoldbrew.com. <laughs> and um, we're also on Instagram and Facebook. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So check that out as we take a quick break. You're tuned in to Jumpstart Fridays on WOVU 95.9 FM. I'm feeling a little bossy there. Uh, so stay tuned. More when we come back uh, after this. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Jumpstart Friday on WOVU 95.9 FM. Uh, remember, if you are ready to take that jump into entrepreneurship, log on to jumpstartinc.org slash WOVU. Jumpstartinc.org slash WOVU. Uh, you can also give them a call at 216 216- Three six three three four zero zero. Look, pandemic or not, Jumpstart has been hooking everybody up with uh, that good, uh, you know, programming. You know, helping your business uh, from whether it's just getting started or you want to take it to the next level. Jumpstart is there for you. And uh, so today, uh, continuing our neighborhood spotlight series, we're talking about the Glenville neighborhood area. Uh, with some friends from the Famicos Foundation, Carolyn Smith, business development specialist, and Chris Shefton, director of real estate development. Uh, and then, you know, just before the break, we heard the story of Karen Ross. She's the founder and owner of Cleveland Cold Brew, uh, located uh, in the Glen Village Business Incubator. And um, uh, so be sure to uh, visit uh, that establishment. Karen, I want to... Um, go back to you for just a few more moments to talk about, you know, how you were able to uh, move through the pandemic through COVID-19. Um, you know, first of all, how long have you had your location uh, in Glenville and, you know, what were the effects of, of, of COVID-19 on your business? Sure. Yeah, sure. So we, I, I opened right before the pandemic mm-hmm. opened uh, January 31st. And we had a fantastic opening. The mayor came down, did the ribbon cutting. We had all kinds of things going on. So we had like a great uh, first weekend. It was very encouraging. And then um, sales were okay. And they, you know, they kind of dipped off from the beginning in um, uh, February, because it was February, you know. And then um, March came and we were starting to see our sales ramp up. And then COVID hit and everything just pretty much stopped. so I did make a decision to close once the governor uh, put that stay at home order in place because nobody was coming out and I was literally losing money because I had an I had employees at the time. So I had to pay them. You still purchase, um, you know, food and things to have in the shop to, to have to sell, but we weren't selling anything. So I did close down for about six weeks and I used that time to refocus, to, to pivot 
Um, I didn't want to be taken out by the pandemic. I wanted to come out on the other end stronger, some kind of way. So I saw that other businesses were, um, you know, focusing on online, um, uh, ordering online. I was really looking at what other restaurants were doing. So I set up an online ordering service. I did that myself and then tried to, um, tried to push that angle and, and ramp up my website and try to go more digital. And then um, when I did come back, I linked up with uh, university hospitals as I wanted to kind of give back to the, to that community. So we uh, created um, like some box lunches. We, we made sandwiches, we made about 20, 25 sandwiches and bottles of coffee and took them to the nurses over at the uh, Seidman Cancer Center. So, you know, use those two things to kind of build to build up momentum again, open back up, I think um, in May, and then just kind of held on throughout the summer. Because not in, in addition to dealing with the pandemic, we had to survive through the revitalization of East 105th Street. So right. the street was completely torn up. Right. Um, and it, it went in it went in waves. It started off with, oh, some cones are in front to, oh, the street is torn up. Oh, you can't park. Oh, you can't even drive down 105. So we had to um, we had to hang on through that as well. And, you know, I just I just um, give it to just being mindful of what the business is, what the uh, what my objective was, was to be something to service the community, the neighborhood, um, being consistent with product and customer service and you know, we went, I went in there acting like I was a Starbucks and I have, you know, 300 customers a day, even though it might've only been three customers a day mm -hmm. and just continue to, to stay focused and continue to build up on what I had started. And that's how pretty much I survived, was able to survive through the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, now I have, I know exactly where Glen Village is. Uh, it's right across from sort of kind of right across from the VA hospital uh, walkway by the museums, right? Yeah, we're actually across the street from the Fisher House. Okay. Um, so we're, yeah, we're right across <laughs> the street from the Fisher House. I tell people it's that big giant building on that big giant brand new building on 105. Yeah. You can't yeah. miss it because it's the only right. building that looks like that. Yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting that that is Glenville. I'm slow, y'all. But um, <laughs> let's um, let's hear from uh, 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 our uh, other voice uh, from Famicos, uh, Carolyn Smith. Carolyn, um, talk to us, you know, about how uh, Famicos was able to, you know, assist uh, entrepreneurs, you know, like um, like Karen uh, during, you know, the pandemic. Well, first of all, we were driven by our executive director, John Analifo, who uh, decided that we needed to um, stay at home, but we also could come to work periodically. So I came to work, Councilman Conwell and I got in, the, in our cars, and we hand-delivered applications for the SBA PPP mm -hmm. loan. There was also an emergency working capital loan that the City of Cleveland's Economic Development um, Office had. So we were out in the trenches. And we also received uh, funding from the Cleveland Development Advisors Group. And we were able to utilize that funding to give grants to the small businesses up to $2,500. The majority of the businesses in our neighborhood that were closed were the beauty salons, the barbershops. Yeah. They really took a hit. But um, luckily, I did not have any businesses to close during the pandemic. Wow. And um, we were able to get quite a few businesses processed through. You the, mean closing, like shut down permanently. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, they were not closed. They, they didn't shut down. Mm -hmm. And um, so we didn't have a lot of the issues that some of the other neighborhoods had were, you know, they had high end restaurants that had yeah. to close and that kind of thing. But we still had to take care of our businesses in Glen Village and mm -hmm. all of them uh, received up to a $2,500 grant mm -hmm. and um, and that really helped them buy inventory 
and uh, reopen. Mm -hmm. So we really worked very hard to make sure that the businesses were taken care of in Glenville. And we also have a portion of businesses in the University Circle area Mm -hmm. that were also eligible for those programs. Yeah, you know, it's important that uh, there are um, there is support, you know, for small businesses, especially during these amazingly trying times, you know, like the pandemic, like a recession, you know, like a natural disaster. Um, But what is, you know, would you say, um, uh, Carolyn, is, you know, the role of the community when it comes to supporting businesses? Well, the the neighborhood supports our businesses. Matter Mm -hmm. of fact, um, I want to say at the beginning of this month, the McDonald's at East 105th and St. Clair um, will they went through the design review to committee to get approval to renovate their McDonald's. So um, they will be adding a double drive through. There will be getting new wayfind wayfinding signage. Um They will also um, be getting a new parking lot. So, you know, we do have businesses in the neighborhood um, that give back to the community and the community definitely supports our businesses. Mm -hmm. And and so, you know, what's um, but what's the biggest uh, how is it how important is it, I'll say, for, um, you know, neighbors uh, in the community that businesses sit in to actually patronize those businesses. Um, because, you know, there's a lot of times where we go way far way out, you know, to go to the grocery store and there's a store right there, go to a clothing store and there's one right around the corner. Yeah. Like, um, how does that, you know, help, you know, a, a neighborhood thrive that, you know, the people who actually live there shop there? Well, one of the things, um, we definitely, um, try to make sure that the businesses hire people from the community mm-hmm. and so we had um like gusto's opened at 123rd and superior last june yeah and that used to be the former hot sauce williams right. so there was a huge gathering um we almost shut superior down (laughs) they have hired so many people from the neighborhood and then we also had a new business that opened at um between gooding and earl called 105 grill umar clark owns that business and we had a ribbon cutting for his business and he hired most of the people from glenville so it's it's both it's you know you hire people from the neighborhood and they come and patronize your business yeah uh, so what you named um a couple of of uh, uh, businesses. Uh, what are some of the other uh, businesses that we, you know, should be looking out for as we pass through uh, the Glenville area? Well, of course, you definitely need to come to Glen Village. Um, yeah. We have um, Living Rich, Piping Hot um, Grill, and she um, makes awesome fish. Uh, Premier Barber Lounge. Um, we have vitamin candy and she also, that's Mary Johnson. She has great smoothies and also healthy food and, um, black box fix. They actually are going to be opening a new location in Columbus tomorrow at Easton oh, Town wow. Center, okay. but they are our anchor tenant. And then of course, uh, Karen Ross with Cleveland Cold Brew, who has been, um, serving up coffee for the NFL draft. So congratulations, Miss oh, wow. Karen. She was <laughs> okay. sweating yesterday trying to get her bottles together. Wow. But um, hey, that's amazing. Yes, <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, Karen. How was that? How was that uh, uh, for you, uh, Karen? Being able to participate and actually service uh, the NFL draft people. Oh, that was fantastic, and that's. Um, part part of this the second part of what i want to do is is to grow to become a manufacturer and hopefully a manufacturer that's located within the glenville neighborhood that can um provide you know decent paying jobs to the community um so i mean we it, we were we were challenged because i have a very small space so we were out in the lobby we were we took over the hallways and everything trying to get all those bottles done but we did it but um, ultimately, my goal is to be able to manufacture, to to, to produce and bottle and, um, you know, g- get out on a larger scale as far as distributing the product to larger stores and, 
and other retailers and things like that. So. Wow. Uh, Karen Ross is the voice that uh, you just heard. She is the founder and owner of Cleveland Cold Brew, uh, located in the Glen Village Shopping Center. Uh, also with us is Chris Shefton, Director of Real Estate Development, and Carolyn Smith, a Business Development Specialist, both at the Famicos Foundation. You have just a few minutes to get in your uh, questions or comments. I have, uh, I think, one or two that I will read when we come back from the break. You are tuned in to Jumpstart Fridays on WOVU 95.9 FM. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Jumpstart Friday on WOVU 95.9 FM. With us today uh, is entrepreneur, founder, and owner of Cleveland Cold Brew uh, in Glenville at the Glenville Shopping Center. Uh, Karen Ross here with us sharing her voice uh, as we focus our attention on the Glenville neighborhood today and uh, the support that businesses can get in that neighborhood, particularly from the Famicos Foundation. So here with us from that great organization is Chris Shefton, Director of Real Estate Development, and Carolyn Smith, Business Development uh, Specialist. So uh, we've heard a lot about, you know, Famicos and Cold Brew, Cleveland Cold Brew, uh, you know, founded by Karen. Um, and, and the intersection, you know, between small business and, um, you know, business supporting organizations. Um, Chris, like, let's talk about, you know, um, you know, the Famico Services, Glenville, but also Huff and the St. Clair Superior areas. And, and there are many other organizations that cater to. Um, the different neighborhoods in the city. You know, we hear about Tremont. We hear about near West Side. We hear about, um, you know, right here, Central Kinsman, Buckeye Shaker with Burton Bell Car, um, all over the city. Um, and so, uh, you know, all of these organizations are looking to, you know, do their part in order to make their pocket, um, you know, healthier, uh, to make a healthier city of of cleveland you know and, and northeast ohio area as a whole you know what what are some of the things um that we can look forward to i suppose you know coming from uh famicos and its involvement in um you know helping to improve um that uh, that balance you know of having healthy neighborhoods and healthy cities so so much um, is on the forefront. I mean, I think that, um, you know, Carolyn talked a lot about the support that we provided during COVID um, and that actually continues, right? Because our neighborhoods are um, ground zero um, for the COVID pandemic as it, as it has happened in Cleveland. So many of the folks that we serve have been on the front lines during the pandemic. And so that means that we have been there every step of the way from providing grants to small businesses like Cleveland Cold Brew and the Glen, and the folks at Glen Village, but then also, you know, taking folks um, in partnership with um, organizations organizations like Asia Town, um, taking our black and black and Asian residents down to the Wolstein Center to get vaccinated, um, hosting vaccination clinics in our own um, senior buildings. Um, and so we are going to continue to serve on the front lines as it applies to COVID and really trying to provide the support for our service area um, to help folks continue to get through the pandemic. And, you know, as vaccinations increase and as we start to hopefully see some bright light on the horizon, uh, we want to continue to be able to invest in um, the things that are already going on in the neighborhood. And so um, one of those things is Glen Village. And so 
this summer we plan to host a myriad of events um, at um, Glen Village itself, particularly in the plaza, um, really trying to call attention um, to the businesses that are there, provide them additional support, and then just get folks out in the neighborhood and in the community, really attempting to expose them. And so, you know, you spoke of some of our sister CDCs as well, and that's what we all attempt to do is we try to provide exposure for our little pocket um, of the city. And so 105 has been through a pretty dramatic transformation over the last five years. And so we just want folks to come see it and check it out, spend a little time, um, you know, come and do a hike through Rockefeller Park and then go have lunch at uh, Black Box Fix and grab a coffee on your way out. Um, come and check out the cultural gardens um, or University Circle and then stop at Gusto's and grab, you know, some great um, hush puppies because they're amazing. <laughs> um, go uh, to um, uh, further down 105 North of St. Clair and grab, you know, some Campbell's um, popcorn or excuse me, Crosby's popcorn. Um, and, you know, go down St. Clair and grab donuts from Fat Boys because they're the best donuts in the city. So there's so many businesses and there are so many things to do and interesting things to see. And so our job is, like I continue to say, is to just provide the spotlight. We do a lot of development, don't get me wrong. We, we do a lot of real estate and we have some really exciting real estate projects that are coming up. But for us, things that are the most important are um, getting folks out, um, getting them to participate, engaging with them, really attempting, and we've done some work with CMSD um, and the Cuban Foundation um, with some of the schools in our neighborhood. Um, our community building and engagement folks have worked throughout the pandemic with the pods um, for the students that were attending pods during COVID. Um, we work with MyCom, which is a youth group um, sponsored by the Cleveland Foundation. And so there's so, do so much. Um, um, and it's really all to support every part of the person, um, every part of what um, makes us um, and supports us. We want to be there to do that. Um, and, and really, from the perspective of, for communities of color, we have it the hardest. Um, our struggles are real and they're big. And so we just wanna create a support system that allows folks to be able to live their daily lives. You know, we're also excited about the draft. So, so proud of Karen that she's had that opportunity. But what's gonna make Cleveland great is supporting the people who already live here and the people that already love her. And so that's what we as an organization wanna to continue to do. And we wanna um, show that that love to our service area. Um, in particular today, we're talking about Glenville. So, you know, come, come check us out, go to the lake, go on a bike ride. Um, it's a beautiful neighborhood. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is uh, I, before we run out of time, I want to get to our question from WOVU uh, listener. Henrietta wants to ask uh, Karen, um, you know, what what made you not give up, uh, you know, when your first business opportunity kind of uh, failed, you know, of clearly not uh, <laughs> by any, you know, there were a lot of factors there that you explained. Um, but what made you, you know, really not give up and what advice would you have for those who are wanting to step out into that world of entrepreneurship? Sure. Well, what made me not give up was it was just a, this burning desire that I had. It just wouldn't it just wouldn't go away. And I think that's the first thing that you that you want to recognize if you're an aspiring entrepreneur. Is this your calling and is this something that you have a burning desire to do? Uh, it may not it may not be your initial thought as to what your business is going to be, but maybe you still have a desire to be an entrepreneur, be your own boss and create uh, jobs and wealth for other people. So I say, you know, pay attention to that voice. I tried to ignore it, but it just kept coming back. And I just kept trying to find ways to make it happen. You know, I, 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 I used to go to jumpstart events way back in the day, um, when they were mostly, um, catering to larger businesses. Um, but I was, I still went to learn information on what, what I needed to do to, to, to run a business. I try to learn from the lessons and the mistakes that I made the first time and just keep moving forward. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us uh, in this cadre of voices, of black women voices, yes, uh, on uh, this edition of Jumpstart Friday as we took a look, you know, at the Glenville neighborhood. Um, So thank you, Karen Ross, our featured entrepreneur, founder and owner of Cleveland Cold Brew. Check her out and her business at uh, the Glen Village on East 105th Street. Um, um, and, uh, you know, get some coffee, get some, uh, get some foods and check out everyone else over at Glen Village. Village It's really important that we support, uh, like, uh, Chris Shefton t- said, um, the people who already live here, the people who, and those who love them. I will remember that probably forever. Um, so <laughs> thank you again, Karen Ross of Cleveland Cold Brew, Chris Shefton, director of real estate development, at Famicos and Carolyn Smith, uh, business development specialist. Thank you, all of you ladies, for sharing your voices with us today. Thank Happy you so much. For it was a great experience. Thank Thanks for having yeah, us. Absolutely. And uh, thank you to all of you uh, tuned in to Jumpstart Friday on WOVU. Remember, you can uh, find Jumpstart at jumpstartinc.org slash WOVU. OVU. You can also call them at 216-363-3400 whenever you are ready to take that jump uh, into entrepreneurship. And listen, if you are uh, a part of the um, Glenville, St. Clair Superior, Puff Neighborhoods, give Famicos a call. Uh, 216-791-6400. If you need any information, they are there for you as well. And also, I'll say, Chris, you know, if anybody wants to uh, join the work that you guys do, I'm sure they'd be open to that as well. Uh, So anyway, you know, uh, take go ahead and think about taking that jump or go ahead and, and, and step off the diving board that could be the hardest part just like getting started getting started so uh we support all of you out there so have a wonderful uh rest of your day we here at wovu always endeavoring to enlighten educate empower and uplift our cleveland communities uh always here for you stay tuned for more great conversation all day and all night as we uh roll through so congratulations I guess to the future NFL players. I don't know what's going on with that, but you can find out what's going on as we continue our coverage of the NFL draft. So with that, I'm going to stop and I'm going to leave it to all of you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much.